y dos. Y dos. Una. Y dos. Una. Y dos. Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC live stream, the podcast. This show broadcasts out of New York City. We are your hosts, Cortez NYC. And Carla de Puerto Rico. And on this show, we talk about art, creativity, city life from a Latino perspective. I'm a visual artist. And I'm a singer. And this is episode 78. We're taking a dive deep into the world of Leandra McNair. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify, and also on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget my online store, CortezNYC.BigCartel.com. I have all kinds of graffiti stuff, art, pins, stickers, posters, everything that you would want in the world of graffiti. Go online, check it out, CortezNYC.com, and support your favorite artist, me. Let's get on with it. Carla? All right, we have our, this is what, our second in-studio guest? Yeah. Yeah. No, our third. Third in-studio guest. It is a pleasure to have somebody in the studio for the third time. Uh, We have here Leandra McNair. Yeah. Hello, Leandra. How are you? Hi. How are you guys? Awesome. Um, Leandra is a friend of the show. She is a singer and songwriter, but I'll let Carla introduce her formally. Yes. Okay, so um, Leandra McNair is a soul artist from New York. Leandra's music has been described as contemporary alternative soul with strong hip-hop influence and a distinct jazz jazz background. Okay. Does that accurately describe you, Leandra? I would say yeah, yeah. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty spot on. I do uh, consider my music pretty R and B. It's like R and B soul. So yeah. Okay. Um, so we've been wanting to have you on for a while. Um, Carla has been taking some lessons from you. Yeah. Because not only are you yes. all those amazing things, but you're also a teacher. I yeah. am. Which is a great really cool. vocal coach that um, really helped me a lot. Um, and really just um, get to know with her teachings, you get to know your own voice and the way to control, you know, how to do beautiful things with your voice, which is what she does with her music. So it's awesome. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, we've been, so we've been wanting to have you on for a while. Um, but now was a perfect timing because we were like, well, we saw that you were releasing a new project. You released a new project and you have plans. You have plans for the future. You have big new plans. And we yes. wanted you to share all those new plans <laughs> with us as much as you can uh, on the podcast. And we thought that it would be really exciting to share your world with our friends, friends of the podcast. So how about we start with this? We have a few background questions just to get people familiar with you. Okay. Um, so your background, where are you from? I am from Long Island. Um Nassau County from Westbury. (laughs) Yeah, and... um, How'd you get into singing? I started singing when I was like three years old. 
I tell this story over and over again. I'm going to tell it again right Let's now. Let's do it. I'm here for this. <laughs> um, so I was like three years old and I wanted to join the church choir, but obviously three is way too young to be doing anything by yourself. So my older brother joined with me and I grew up singing in the Catholic church. And then when I was about 10 or 11, I started taking private voice lessons and started taking it really seriously. And from then, I just kept studying music. I went to performing arts high school in Long Island. And from there, I went on to um, music conservatory in Boston called Berklee College of Music. Oh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> All right. And yeah. how did you... How did you, like, I mean, we, we can all, you know, study music and, and learn music, but how did you make that jump to say, I'm, I'm going to follow this for my life. I want to make this a career. career. At what point? Um, I mean, I feel like it's something that I've always had inside of me that just told me that this was my calling, a calling, you know, mm -hmm. at a very young age. Do you have family that, that sing and, and perform? And um, a little bit on my dad's side, but not really anybody. That's crazy. Nothing really. Yeah. How does your family react to your singing and your music career? Oh, they love it. They love it. I mean, my parents are artists. My mom is a fine artist. Okay. And my dad is a writer and a oh, poet. That's, so that they're, translates. That yeah. translates, but no other... Got it. No other... <laughs> <laughs> there aren't really any other musicians or singers in my direct family, so that's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, Carla, you had some questions for Leander. What do you got? Yes. Um, well, I was going to go with the um, to the single and ask questions about the single. Let's talk about it. But I was going to um, ask you what's the inspiration behind the single and. Where it uh, came so for, about. So let's introduce this. The yeah, single is exactly. called, uh, we're here to promote a single, right? <laughs> the single is called yes. Dive Deep. Yes. Dive Deep. Very interesting title. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's what's the meaning behind it? What's, how did, where did it come from? What was the inspiration? So Dive Deep is a very sensual and sexual song to me. Yes. Um, I feel like it's the perfect song to put you in the mood when you're with your partner or mm -hmm. your lover. Um, I wrote this song basically for, for the lovers, as mm -hmm. corny as that sounds. It's like, it's for people who are in the mood, trying to set a mood yep. right? and yeah. get in a vibe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. From the first, first bars, like in the, in the first verse, the words are deep dive down where the wait what is it deep dive down where the waters rise in me you feel me mm -hmm. so it's just talking about how your partner can really connect with you mm -hmm. and they know exactly how to touch you where to touch you mm -hmm. to make you feel good yeah mm. so it just that's keeps going yeah that's <laughs> that's where the inspiration came from right for are that you song. I, it's, I mean, in order to write a song like that, you got to be comfortable with number one with your sexuality, but no, mm -hmm. with number number two, with writing that kind of genre. You've written like that before, that kind of genre. Um, not this direct. Gotcha. This has been the most direct song, like a, a literal like sexual song that I've written. Mm -hmm. 
So that's kind of a big step yeah. for my songwriting. It yeah. is. Yeah. Gives you some confidence. Yeah. To, you know. So let's just rewind a little bit. So then what, what were your first songs that you wrote? Um, my other songs were, I like to write about love. Mm -hmm. um, but they were a little bit safer. Um, a lot of my older songs were about love and attaining love and then the loss of love, which right. I think is like, it's very powerful. And but relatable. And relatable. Yeah, yeah everybody's yeah. going to experience that at one point or another. Absolutely. But there are so many other levels and layers to love than just right. like having it and then losing it. You know what I mean? Like there's, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's so much emotion. It's true. That's, that. that's where you can get deeper into the different uh, feelings that you have with love and yeah. then maybe the experiences that you can have with a partner that can also relate to people yeah. because um, there's so many songs out there so how can you make it different and unique right exactly mm -hmm. exactly what what was um what was like your first songs this is not your first single so what else have you done what other songs can people find out there mm, so or do you recommend for us to find out there <laughs> all right <laughs> so some of my first songs that i released they were under a different name i was going by alora luna okay when i was living in orlando <laughs> if i have any of my orlando people listening you'll know shout out to orlando shout out to the oh <laughs> yeah um, I was living in Orlando for about three and a half years, and wow. when I was down there making music, I was going by Alora Luna. So I released my first EP, um, self-titled Alora Luna. <laughs> nice. Um, and what was what was the uh, what was like the big song from there? Or the song that you like, the one that still stands strong for you. Ooh, that's tough. Okay. So um, the song that I made. The single for that project was Strong Soldier, and you guys can find that on YouTube. It's a, a little bit dated at this point, but I still love it. We no, it just, sounds good. We were yeah, watching it, it before. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. It has it's a, still good. It has an island feeling. For anybody, mm -hmm. any of my people out there who like island vibes, it has an island feeling to it, mm -hmm. the, the rhythms. Definitely. But that album or that project was really, really special for me because it was my first body of work that I put out into the world. And... Um, I included one of the first songs that I ever wrote, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I wrote that when I was like 14. It's called Love Letter. It's oh, one nice. of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's really, really good. Well, what do you, what memories do you have of, of that project? Um, was it, is it what you expected looking back? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a really, really good start to my career as a songwriter and an artist in general, just like getting my ideas out there. It was my first time recording a lot, like mm -hmm. actually going into the studio and working on songs until they were finished, like re-recording parts and, right. you know, arranging harmonies and all that stuff. That was like my first time that I really did that. So I'm really happy with it. I'm proud of it. Cool. Yeah, of I feel like I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. like. I feel like I, I've gotten a lot better and I've improved, but um, yeah. So you guys can check that one out. It's still on my SoundCloud if anyone's interested. <laughs> All right, so what is it again? It's it's, it's um, Alora Luna 
And I think if you just type that in, you'll find it. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We're definitely going to post <laughs> images and whatever for it. You know, we will. Maybe even an audio clip if you allow us to. We'll, sure. We'll post it on our Instagram so people can hear it. Um, and then what else did you work on from that part, from that point to now? Are there any other projects that stood out? Yeah. So then after that, about two and a half, three years after that, I released my second EP titled Lucky. And at this point, I was going by my birth name, Leandra McNair. Um, Which sounds like a stage name. I, yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it sounds like a stage name. I know. It's just one of those names. Yeah, um, yeah so I released Lucky in 2016, I believe. Okay. And this is the album that I really feel like I came into myself as an artist. Like, I... I, this is my favorite body of work so what, far. When you say came into yourself, what do you mean by that? You mean you found your voice? You mean you got the reaction you wanted? You mean mm. you came into yourself because you you made it perfect? I mean, I don't believe in perfection. Okay. We can strive for greatness, but not perfection. Mm -hmm. So um, this is the project that I feel like I finally got to sound like myself. And it got to... The songs that I had written and how I heard it in my head is what I got out of it. Gotcha. So I was really, really proud of that. A lot of the songs I wrote either with the ukulele or I made demos on my computer and then sent it to my producer to kind of like make it sound better. So right. I was really, really in charge on that project and that made me feel amazing. Right. And I gotcha. think that's why it was just like really close to me. It was like a child or a baby. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you can hear that when you uh, listen to the EP. I don't know, but if there's something about the songs that they feel so like kind of um, organic in a mm -hmm. way. that it, They're very relatable. And then the voice is very um, honest yeah. in a way. And the music, everything comes together really nicely. So it's a great EP, guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it means a lot that... That you're saying that. I'm glad that it came across that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So then a couple of projects. You did a few things. Got your feet wet. Did some things you're really proud of. Now you're getting ready to do this new song, right? Let's say, you know, dive deep. How did you go about making this new song? How did you tackle this new project? Now, what's your new technique? Did you listen to beats first? Did you write down lyrics? How, how did you go about making this new song? Hmm... That is a good question. This song in particular, um, one of my very good friends, my producer, um, his name is Dom Martin. You guys should check him out if you don't know him. You can find him on Instagram too, at Soy Dom Stone. He's an amazing producer and we've known each other for a really long time. <laughs> I think 10 years, something like that. Wow. Yeah. And he actually brought this beat to me and it was in combination with a few other beats he just sent me a couple of things that he had been working on but this one really stood out to me mm -hmm. and i don't know i feel like when i really get the inspiration for a song i can almost hear the song immediately when i hear the beat so describe the beat we're so, gonna play it in a minute but describe the beat for us well, how would you describe it ah it's sexy <laughs> it's fucking sexy it's a deep dive. <laughs> it is i don't know what else to say it's just like a very like it's a moody song yeah. it's a vibe it's also the tempo yeah like the rhythm uh-huh mm -hmm. it's the type of song that you just start body rolling automatically <laughs> <You just> start <laughs> 
That's true. That's true. true. I've seen know? it. I've, seen, I've witnessed it. Yeah. <laughs> Guy or girl, it just yeah. makes you want to like move those shoulders, bags, body roll. <laughs> and so then, so then, as far as like writing the lyrics for it, how did you go about doing that? Like, how, what's your technique? What's your? Did you had these lyrics already written, or you wrote it once you got the beat? Um, I wrote it once I got the beat. So I really like to start writing the chorus first. I was telling you guys before, I'm a very hooky writer. <laughs> um, I hear which, the chorus. Which is the best. That's the best thing to do because yeah. start with that. Why not? Right? Exactly. That's, that's the part that everybody is going to remember. Exactly. So. And you can always add more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's kind of, it gets weird sometimes because then I'll get really attached to a hook. And then I'm like, okay, now I can't get this out of my head. <laughs> but so, so I start from the middle, then I build dive, my... Dive Deep was originally sink in, and you were like, that doesn't work. <laughs> Leanna, stop it. It's going to be something else. Wait, Dive Deep. That's better. That's better. Sink in. All right. So Dive Deep. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I derailed you. I'm sorry. That's too bad. So I start from like the center, and then I build outwards. Okay. Um, So the hook, the center of it, the meat of it, mm -hmm. and then you start building outwards. Yes. Do you ever so, do you ever find yourself when you're doing that stuck or like you have too many words or you're saying too much and you got to pull back and you got to edit? Like is editing a, a, a problem? Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. That's the downfall to being a hooky writer because I'll write the chorus and then I'm like, all right, but what is this song about? Right. That happens to me all the time. Hmm. So, for example, the chorus, I don't know, can I sing it? Do you guys yeah, care? Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, Will you find it? Will you find it? Will you find it for me? Oh, will you find it? Oh, will you find it for me? For me. So from there, I was like, All right, but what's like the, what's the catch of this song? Because I say dive deep in the first couple of words in the song. Mm -hmm. Deep dive down where the waters rise. Um, so I wrote the hook first, and I was like, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> so I had to listen to it over and over and over again <laughs> and figure out how to oh. get myself out of it. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. yeah. Do you have? Do you have? Do you ever collaborate? Do you have a, like a partner or a friend or family that help you whenever you feel stuck, or do you just? Oh yeah. Do you just, do you, or do you just go at it on your own? Are you a solo person? You just got to figure it out yourself? I mean, um, I am pretty independent in general in my songwriting, but I have my amazing husband, Norman, <laughs> aka Sol Ray, to help me out whenever I write myself into a corner. Yeah, he's the <laughs> I call him in. He throws you the life, the life preserver. Oh, yeah. He's like, come on, swim to shore, come uh -huh. on. <laughs> And he helps me every single time. That's nice. Yeah, he's the best. That's good. I think I think that's something out there. All you artists out there gotta remember, man. Like you might be an artist and you might have a view, but you gotta you gotta use the people around you. Not use them in the wrong way, but I'm saying, they're your help. You know what I mean? Like you still gotta relate to people, right? You be you open make to ask for help and then also to to uh, listen to suggestions and yeah. yeah. You don't want to sink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like music is all about collaboration. Mm -hmm. It thrives on collaboration. So yeah, there are a lot of people who. They can be really selfish with their art. Like, no, I wrote this. I did everything myself. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna play your single in a minute. But okay. um, what's your plan with this? What do you want? What? How? How did you say I'm gonna do a single? Like, what makes you say 
get up in the morning and say, I'm going to make a single, I'm going to release it. What's your plan? Well, this is the first song I've released in about a year. Um, I had another single that I released about a year ago called Magic. You guys can check that one out on SoundCloud too. Cool. But this was the first song that I've released in a while that I was like really excited about. So I am planning to release some more music like this. I don't want to give away too much. No, don't, no, don't, 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 but I get it. You I know. get it. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. I just got to So you have a plan. Do it. I have a plan. You have I'm a just plan. not sharing it. That's cool. I like that. I like that. It makes us want to dive in. It yeah. It makes us want to dive in. You guys got to stay tuned. Yeah. All right. Um, so, all right. So we're going to play your song. Um, yes. Dive deep. And... Where people can find it on SoundCloud, they can find it on Spotify. No, Spotify. Yes, yeah. you can find it pretty much anywhere you listen to music. Um, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer. <laughs> what else is there? Uh, Amazon Music. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can find it. <laughs> and uh, I saw the album cover also real quick. I'm just gonna mention that the album cover was really cool. It was illustrated. Yes. Uh, it's got like an, a cartoon of you, mm-hmm. an illustration of you, but like not of you really, because it's not photo real, but it's more like a mood. A mood of you. It's a mood of me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty cool. Was yeah. that was that planned out ahead of time, or that was a happy accident? Um, that was a hundred percent planned. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I worked really hard on that. I um, worked it out with a designer and illustrator that I met online, and she did a beautiful job. Yeah. So. so you guys, if anything, also check out the album cover. Some of you illustrators out there, I know I have a lot of artists listening to me right now. Um, the artwork on the cover looks really good. It's a very cool, nice cartoon. Um, but all right, so let's get into this. Dive deep. Leandra McNair. It, does it does, do you hear do you hear the time that you put into it absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely this one i put a lot of hours into so i'm just like sitting back and enjoying it at this point <laughs> <laughs> the fruits of my labor good good That's good great. yeah yeah um carla what are, what are the questions you have for leandra yeah so i was going to ask you about being an independent artist and how is it to be an independent artist because we know that you do all the work yourself mm-hmm. so maybe if you can go a little bit into how is it for you 
Yeah, I mean, being an indie artist is hard mm-hmm. as fuck. I don't know if I can curse on here. Yeah, yes, you can. can. It is hard as fuck. <laughs> but honestly, it's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the hours that I put in doing promotion, doing research, recording myself. I recorded myself on this song. This was like one oh, of did? the... I did. Yeah, in my studio. And, and all the voices and everything. Oh, yeah. everything is you. Yeah, I tracked everything myself. And it's just like... I feel like I'm really... Um, I'm becoming stronger because of all of this hard work that I'm doing on my own. Mm-hmm. So it makes me proud of myself, as exhausting as it is. <laughs> But when I get good feedback from people it makes it that more exciting yeah right so yeah have you, have you ever been signed i haven't been signed you have i have not <laughs> so we um what would be the advantages for you to be signed i mean is it something that you're pursuing or um i mean it's something that i'm open to some of the advantages would be like more opportunities in terms of tv and radio right movies, you know, just that type of stuff. Certain things that maybe I can't get on my own. Right. Those type of opportunities. But yeah, it's something I'm open to. I'm somewhat seeking out, but I'm kind of just plugging away, doing the most I can on my own. Right. I think that's the right way to do it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think the most important thing is to be prepared. Yeah. You know, if you have your own work that sounds really good and you did it yourself. Mm-hmm. Once they come... You're ready. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm staying ready at this point. Mm-hmm. So that when I get a really good offer, I can just say, yep, like yeah. I'm, I'm already here. Exactly. I'm good. So um, who is your favorite artist or what are your musical inspirations? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, some of my biggest inspirations are Stevie Wonder, um, Lauryn Hill, Janelle Monet, yes. Nancy Wilson. She's uh, an amazing jazz singer. If you guys don't know her, you should check her out. Um, Ella Fitzgerald, of course. Mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye is a huge one. You like the classics. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm an old soul. <laughs> Definitely. But there's a lot of um, modern artists that I like. Like who? Um, I've been listening to a lot of Mac Ayers lately. Do you guys know him? No. No, he's good. He's really good. Uh, I like Tyler, the creator. Okay. His production is very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of Do you okay. like her? Yes, I do like her. Yeah. Her? I do like wait, her. Wait, wait. Her? Who? Her. <laughs> H-E-R? H-E-R, yeah. H-E-R. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like her. She's yeah. really, really good. <laughs> I like her song. Um, what is it? stuff it's you know and a heart Oh, yes, 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 like yes. like one of the new ones. Yes, her. yes, yes. I really like it too. Yeah, I was... This is another conversation with her. I, I was listening to um, <laughs> a song of her that... It was called Focus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a really that good one, one. The melody stayed in my head. Okay. Um, so, what are your future goals um, for your career as a singer, songwriter... Artist, producer, producer, mm. everything. <laughs> My goals. I mean, it's hard to say. I I have so many goals. Like, Maybe let's say one short term, one long term. Okay. So short term, I would love to go on a tour. 
Nice. I'd love to do like a smallish slash medium sized tour <laughs> down in the US. Yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, on the East Coast. Oh yeah, like do mm-hmm. something, maybe starting in Boston and then just going down. Yeah. From there, all the way down to Florida. That would be cool. Yeah. So that's definitely a goal that's on my my radar. I would love to do that. Very doable. Yeah. 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 I'd love to do that in the next couple of years. You can maybe book um, different uh, venues where you can go and sing. Absolutely. Well, listen, if you do a tour, we'll definitely promote it on here. Yeah. We'll let people know. We'll (laughs) spread the word. For whoever's listening to us. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) So what's a long-term goal? A long-term goal. I mean, let's see. The house, the the house with the white picket fence, <laughs> two dogs. Ah, uh, <laughs> I mean, like the corny one is like a Grammy, but I don't really care about that that much. I think that's cool. You said it. You shot called it. That's it. It's I yours. Did. It's gonna happen now. I know. I did. It's say gonna it. manifest it. I know. That's why I'm being very careful with what I say because I'm a big believer in manifestation. So, um, I I want to become a household name. That's like my biggest goal. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good I one. want like people from all different ages, races, everything, nationalities, places to know my music yeah. and Leandra. be impacted by it. To know so, Leandra McNair. Nice. Yeah, I just want to impact the world in a positive way with my music. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, now we're going to get into the weird questions. <laughs> okay. What's more important, for them to know Leandra McNair or for them to have your song in their head without knowing who sang it? Ooh. Um to have them have my song in their head without knowing who sang it. Yeah? Yeah. You know, there's artists, like, there's artists like that. Yeah. That we yeah. know their songs, but we don't know who sang it. Yeah, I know. And then there's people that we know I their mean, name, but, but we don't know the their internet, songs. With the internet, you can always research who's the person. But, but still, like, it's just that's just something about music. It's true. Something about music is eventually yeah. the composer and the musician is irrelevant. The song is the important yeah. thing. But I would be, I would want to be the one singing it, though. I would want them to know my voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So not okay. just your lyrics, okay. because maybe you can write the lyrics yeah. and someone else can see it. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we just took a deep dive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> Every right. time we go into like a... <laughs> deep question. All right, what, what other questions you got there, Carla? I got a couple of questions um, on my own, but... Yeah? So what questions do you have? Well, I got. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna stay deep. Then don't come out for don't come out for for air yet. I got some deeper questions here. All right. So we were talking earlier. Um, we were talking about you know being an artist and what it's like to make the, the craft of making the music and all that stuff. And you know, me and Carla, we've been producing stuff. We've been messing around with making some tracks. And and uh, also my background as an artist, as a visual artist. You know, I've, I've gone to school for a bit. I've had some training, but I also have some God-given talents and blah, 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 and all that. And we were talking about yourself because you went to school for, you know, you've been formally trained. Mm-hmm. And obviously you have some serious talent. And then we were talking about, do you have you ever found a, a point in your career so far where your training, being trained as a, as an, as a musician, has ever conflicted with your talent, with your inspirations? Have you ever felt like they conflicted? Um, I don't feel like they've conflicted. I feel like my training has taken me to a next level that, you know, just talent alone 
maybe couldn't have. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. This is just me speaking personally yeah, yeah. about myself. But I feel like once I learned how to use my voice and control it, it took me to another level. And it helped me build confidence to the point that I can basically sing anything, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear that. Or I can get myself to a point, you know, with practice and whatever, to sing anything in a way that I'll be proud of it. So what's the best thing that you learned in your training? And what's the worst thing that you hated? <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> so the best thing I learned is... Ooh, can I... Even if it's a, even if it's so a technical many. thing, it doesn't matter. Even if it's like a nerdy technical music thing, it doesn't matter. But what's the okay. thing that you say, like, that was like... I'm glad I learned that, like that. So breath support is everything mm-hmm. for okay. all the singers listening out there. Yeah. If you're not breathing from your diaphragm, I don't know what you're doing. Oh, why are you alive? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Like, you're not gonna, it's just not gonna happen. You need to breathe from your diaphragm. And also the shapes. So singing like with a long shape instead of a very spread shape. If you don't know what I'm talking about, YouTube it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna change your, your life. Um, <laughs> yeah. Things that I didn't like learning. I don't know. I can't really think of anything, but I can tell you a funny anecdote of something that I used to do. Yes. When I was <laughs> I'm here for this. Oh yes. my god! When I, when I started um, really training in high school, mm-hmm. taking like serious voice lessons in high school, my teacher pointed out that I had this weird tick when I would sing. I would move my hands side to side, like against my leg. Mm. Okay. Like. Uh, I don't even know how would you explain this. Like, um, are you keeping time? No, it you're was just, like it just was swaying, added, just swaying like, uh-huh. in an off tempo way. <laughs> so she pointed that out to me, and I didn't believe her. So she recorded me. Oh my god! And she's like, "Look at you! What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh my god! I don't know." <laughs> and then there was this other thing. That's Yeah, it was really, really fucking weird. Oh. And then I had this other thing that I would cock my head to the side. Whenever I would sing a hard note, I would cock my head all the way to the side. Oh, my God. And she's like, you are like, I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) And again, I didn't believe her. She recorded me. I was like, okay, yeah, this has to change. So. How do you fix that? I just, I consciously don't do it. Right. Yeah. Like the thing moving my hand to the side, that I don't do anymore. But sometimes I feel myself kind of cocking right, my head a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I have to. All right, <laughs> it might well, be a reflection of your body being like, ah. That, Maybe. I don't yeah. know. But <laughs> That goes into one of the questions that I wanted to ask you. What? And, and it is, it is uh, performance. Mm-hmm. Performance versus just singing. And is that something that they were trying to point out to you to... To contr- so that you can control your performance, your visual performance? And mm-hmm. is that important for a singer, performance? Um, so the first part, it could be, could have been that they were trying to control my, visual. my visual, yeah, you know, to get into the song and yeah. like show people. But it also could have been just because it looks super weird, like move, <laughs> me moving my hands to the side, not in Like tempo. distracting. Yeah, like distracting. To the performance. And honestly, it was just a nervous tick. Right. I was nervous and I didn't know what to do with my body. At another point, I used to keep my hands glued to my thighs, you know, not move at all, be very stiff. So um, that's, I think that was just kind of on the performance visual side. But um, 
What was the second part of the question? Uh, it, it, how much of how much of singing and being a singer is performance? Um, I think performance is really, really important. It doesn't mean that you need to be doing backflips on stage and moving all around, but if you're showing emotion with mm -hmm. your body, it could be really subtle. I think that's really moving and it translates to the audience way more than being lifeless on stage <laughs> you know like so there's a level there's a level to your training that is also partially acting yes absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely you have to be like so it's not just emotive reading, it's not yeah. just reading music it's not just listening carefully and it's not just learning how to play an instrument it's also acting absolutely i mean i think it's like internalizing the song mm, good word yeah that's that's, that's what i do word. internalizing yeah yeah write it down it's the word of the day internalizing guys <laughs> internalize the lyrics yeah. yeah um all right all right so we were also talking about we were talking about training we were talking about talent we talk about the different things that make a good artist or make an artist be an artist that we can acknowledge them as an artist right whether you're a singer or you're a visual artist or whatever you might be. Um, but then we were talking about that other thing, which is, and I was kind of getting into it, which was the it factor. And mm -hmm. I've, I, we've talked about this in the podcast previously mm -hmm. when we talked about developing as a visual artist, the it factor. There's so many artists that can be very well trained, that they're, they're perfect. Their training is perfect. They're immaculate. They, they're book smart to the T and their hands are well-trained and they have that body, that muscle memory to play the instrument correctly. And they have talent, natural born talent, but they don't have the it factor. Mm -hmm. That it factor to me is that thing that is a little ugly and that's a little, it's a curiosity. It's a little interesting because it's a little ugly, because it's a little off, mm -hmm. because it's not perfect. It's a little rough around the edges. Um, I was describing it earlier like, probably the what the first time a jazz musician was playing a trumpet and he hit it off tune and kind of did that and kind of gave it like a brassy horrible sound mm -hmm. but it became cool and eventually became part of the curriculum instead of being anti-curriculum um i remember when i was first going to college i had a lot of other artist friends that were telling me don't go to school because if you go to school they're going to untrain you they're going to take away that it factor they're going to take away that thing that makes you you that make that why you got into art in the first place they're going to take they're going to train it out of you they're going to clean you up and train it all out of you i didn't agree 100 i went to college anyway but i did see it and i did understand what they were talking about what do you think about the effect have you come across that do you see it um i think the it factor is definitely a thing mm -hmm. i can't i don't feel like i'm a very good judge of it okay mm, i mean i'm more i'm very like i get impressed by talent i don't know like if you're not talent and it's not hidden for me like i don't i won't be able to see the it factor it has to supplement has to be supplemented by like talent because mm -hmm. we're living you know what in, i mean we're living in a time of the it factor i know the youtube and it's really and the weird. medias and the instagrams and the snapchats are filled of just just it factor i know and it's just do you have it do people want to come and look for you and click and watch half the views that they get some somebody who's getting a million views let's say overnight or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. half of those views are haters 
It's true. I know. That's what I mean. Like, they're not there to see how perfect you did it. They're, they're there to hate on you, to be like, damn, this guy sucks. But they gave you a view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the it factor. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what times that we're living in where you can't ignore it. It's not, it's part of the, the thing now. You have training, you have talent, and then you still have to have that it factor to get those followers, to get those views, to get that following, to get their mm-hmm. attention, period. Uh, we were talking about people nowadays have a very small attention span. Yes, you they know? do. They're not, they're not ready to sit down for a full album, a conceptual album, unless it's been forced down their head, you know, through, through uh, prop, you know, Or unless it's not Beyonce. Exactly. Right. Where it's been promoted and... and, and yeah, if and it's, it's not Beyonce, no one's listening. Exactly. <laughs> Let's exactly. Be real. Yeah. But when you were talking about um, the it factor and how you don't have to be talented, it made me think of that guy, William Hung. You guys remember him? I remember the name. From um, American Idol. Yeah. Like back in the day, this was like the early mm-hmm. 2000s. He was a terrible singer and he was just mocked for months. And this was like... Became famous. Yeah, he was so famous. This was when YouTube was in its infancy mm-hmm. and people were still on AIM and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he had the it factor as bad as he was. Right. But that's that... It's, um, yeah, like, I'm not saying to, to subscribe to it. I'm just saying yeah, that is yeah. another element. There, there was yeah. a, and I was just curious. Yeah. An episode that we did that it was about fame and status. And yeah. So this relates a lot with that because we were talking about maybe you have the fame, maybe, meaning you have the followers, but mm-hmm. you're not as talented. Right. And then you do have the talent, but people are not watching you. Yeah. Um, and being famous doesn't necessarily mean that um, maybe you can give something meaningful to the world. It just means that maybe you have the means to um, get people to follow you. Right. Um, so this has to do a lot with... Yeah with that with that concept yeah. of what is more important is it fame is it talent do you feel do you still feel like you're um, making a difference just by sharing your talent or you feel like you need to be famous in order to mm. make a difference yeah um, just it's deep that's <laughs> like that's a true question that's yeah that's really deep yeah yeah I didn't mean a deep dive here but no 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 <laughs> It's called <laughs> Deep Time. Listen to the song. No, yeah, exactly. That's what the song's there for. I hope you, I hope you all listen to that song and think of this conversation when you're listening to it. All right? <laughs> Double meanings, dual meanings in there. Um, I just one last thing I want to talk, touch on, and and you know I appreciate all your answers, and I'm just trying to you know poke around and, and trying to get some answers. I, I always it really enjoy having conversations with creative people because I feel like creative people understand what it is to brainstorm and what it is to think around an idea. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always enjoy that. But um, the last thing I want to touch on was, you know, we were talking and we were talking about culture. We were talking about the style of music, that the genre that you're in, uh, the things that you want to represent. And you were describing also your background and just actually your race, who you are as a person, your makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you are trying to inspire. You are trying to sh- be an example also. Yes. Um, you're not just an artist because you just want to get the likes and get the views and just ride the it factor. You have the it factor. Mm-hmm. It might not be that kind of it factor, that craziness. Yeah. But you do have an it factor because people do gravitate to your music and to you. Um, but you're, talk to me about the inspiration you want to give out there. What is the message you want to give out? Who are you trying to inspire? You know, we were talking about culture. We were talking about your background as an African-American. 
what, tell me a little bit about a little bit about that. So, my goal and my mission statement is just to make people feel less alone in the world, to make them feel like it's okay to feel things. You know, I have a lot of like sad songs that are really emotional and raw, but that it's okay to feel happy at the same time and you can go through all those things and also that it's possible to love yourself and really really truly care for yourself as a young african-american woman of dark skin you know and you can be beautiful and successful and you can be all of these things just like anyone else and honestly like that's just me speaking for myself because that's who i am but yeah. i'm really speaking to all women and yeah. all people you i know. hear that yeah do you ever think because that's another thing we were talking about earlier do you ever think do you ever have a conflict with image how do you how do you treat your image now i know like right now we, we were, descri were describing your album covers right now currently mm -hmm. your your single covers you're going for illustration you're trying to create this image with with this style of of, uh, of your image. In the past, you've had music videos that people could look up, and you have had different image, you know, fat, a little more fashion or mm -hmm. you know of the time or whatever you're doing at that time. Yeah. Have you ever found that image is something that you have had to like plan ahead, think carefully of? Um, my image is ever changing. <laughs> I really just uh, go with what I feel at the moment that's the other benefit of being independent i can do right. whatever yeah. the fuck You're i want Shit, exactly. that's a big yeah. that's that, a big yeah. yep you so can be, you can be yourself and be yeah. whomever you want mm -hmm. whenever you want exactly right? exactly maybe yeah. a label maybe they wouldn't let me do these illustrations They're they'd be like, be like no, no you need we need a picture this? of you 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 I'm like, no, fuck you. I like cartoons. I want a fucking cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> I feel cartoon right now. Yeah. Tomorrow I'll feel fabulous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'll do whatever. So, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, yeah, so. No, that's that's a big, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. That's another big plus of being independent. It's true. Controlling so think, your image. Yeah, controlling my image. My image is changing all the time. I feel like mostly, like the most consistent thing with my image is that I'm real and I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm an everyday girl. Yeah. With a lot of talent. A big talent with an extraordinary <laughs> talent. I was going to say that. Yeah. I'm a normal girl <laughs> with an extraordinary with talent. Superpowers. <laughs> with superpowers. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, listen, uh, the few couple of minutes that we have left, any shout outs you want to give out? Anybody you want to mention? Yes. Okay. Shout out to my husband, Norman. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> oh, my so gosh. Sweet. Thank you so much, babe, for everything that you do. He is my rock. He is my acting manager. He helps me with everything. I say I do everything myself, but it's really like both of us. <laughs> he knows what you mean when you say that. Yeah. He, I know he does. I know he does, but the world needs to know. He's the best. And he is a beautiful singer and songwriter yes. himself. So yes. if you guys haven't heard of Soul Ray, you can check him out on his Instagram at soulray13. Um, you can also find him on SoundCloud if you type in Soul Ray. And yeah. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll have him on. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we yes. Should. That would be amazing. <laughs> we should be releasing some new music together soon. And also my next single, Fantasy, will be coming out on June 26th. So definitely look out for that. Um, 
that is going to be a really fun song. It's going to be the song of the summer. So you're going to play it at all your barbecues, your cookouts, yeah, that's the vibe. your beach days. It's a vibe. It's so much fun. I think everybody's going to love this song. So fantasy, June 26th. You got, can, this got, is the exclusive, We guys. got a sneak peek. Yeah. So we're just letting you guys know it is pretty dope. This is... <laughs> the deep dive Nowhere was, else. Deep dive was the pre-party. Uh-huh. Yeah. That one Fantasy is after is you've got, be... yeah, you put on the nice clothes afterwards. Yeah, yeah. and you <laughs> go out to ready for the party. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. With that smile on your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is like the cookout song, the pregame song, getting ready to go out. So you guys are going to love that one. And yeah, you guys can follow me online. I have a YouTube channel if you want to see some of my videos. Or you can follow me for my day-to-day stuff on my Instagram at Leandra McNair. And send me a message, because I like talking to people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. You wanted me to teach you, right? Bueno, pues ahora sí hablan español. And we have a special guest. Yes, we have Leandra. Hola. We have somebody to test the Spanish. (laughs) All right. So what words do you got for me? Learning Spanish. So these words are related to music or singing or everything else. Okay. So Leandro, just so you understand, usually in this segment, what we do is we'll we'll take some of the words that we discussed earlier in the podcast, in our conversation, and we'll ask you to say it in Spanish so that at least you can relate some of the words that you already said but in Spanish and then maybe some of the people out there that didn't know those words like myself sometimes will know what the Spanish word was okay. for the things we just talked about. So let's start. Go ahead, Carla. What's the word first one? How do you say singer-songwriter? I don't know. Um, cantador? No. Almost. Well, well, cantador would be singer. Yeah, cantante. But almost because the word is... Yes. It, and it's feminine or masculine. So it's cantautora. Oh, really? Or cantautor. Oh. So meaning like canta, mean like singing, sing. Mm-hmm. And then or, like, you know how it's a writer, escritor. Autor. So it's kind of like mixing Can- both el or y el canta. All right, so go ahead. <laughs> say, say one real quick for her. For Leandra, Leandra is a cantautora. 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 Nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) First one in and nailed it right at the park. Thank you. (laughs) All right, next one. Okay, the next one is um, song. How do you see? How do you say song? I know. Leandro, do you know? Yes. Song? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How do you say it? Oh wait, no, I'm scared. Take a stab. (laughs) Take a stab at it. Sorry. (laughs) Oh wait. Um. Oh, canción. Perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Both, please. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We have a ringer here. I have, we have a, a ringer. <laughs> we have a winner. No, we have a ringer. This is a ring. She knows how to speak Spanish. No, I do. I have some. My Spanish vocab is kind of good. Oh, there you go. All right. As soon as I say that, I get the right, next so one. No, take, the, take the training wheels off. Let's go. Come on. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Let's go with the harder words. Um, how do you say composer? Ooh. Um... Escribidora? No, that's wrong. No, but okay, almost. But you do you know? You idea. know where I'm going from? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You see where I'm yes. coming from? 
Okay, so you say um, composer if it's a man, compositor. Uh. If it's a woman, compositora. So you say compositor. Yes. Or compositora. Yes. Nailed it. Nice. Nailed it. All right. Uh, <laughs> how do you say then uh, vocalist? There's a word for vocalist? Yes. It's very simple. It's very similar to it in English. Vocalist. You got this one. I, I don't got this. Vocalist. Yeah, I don't know. It's the same word, but vocalista. In vocalista. Vocalista. Yes. Vocalista. Vocalista. All right. Vocalista. Got it. All right. Good job. So everyone. Spanish. Right okay. Now. How do you say mystery in Ooh. Spanish? Oh, that's a good one. Hmm. <laughs> um. You don't know. Okay, no, I'll tell I don't you. Know. Misterio. Yes. Oh, <laughs> all right. Leandra, so, how do you say it? Misterio. Misterio. She's got yes. it. That's right. Leandra's got it. She's got it. Leandra got it. <laughs> okay. Um, how do you say? Okay, that's the same word. How do you say singing? Um, In Spanish. Uh, singing or to sing, either way. Or to sing, yeah. Um, cantar. Cantar is to sing, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yes. Singing would and just singing. be cantando. cantando. Oh, yeah, cantando. Yes. Got yes. it. Uh, um, how do you say dream? Soñar. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. that it? Yeah, it's soñar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To dream is soñar. Mm -hmm. a, a dream. A dream. Sueño. No. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. You're yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> Leandra knows it. She lied. She said she didn't Let me see your passport. <laughs> I need to check passports in here before we do this. Um, Chris, do you have any words? Yeah, I had a couple of words here for Leandra. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to hold back. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> How do you say training in Spanish? Training? Training. Uh, I don't know, like enseñar or something. It's almost there. It's almost there. Enseñar is, to, is teaching. Mm. Enseñar. Training. Training. En, entrenamiento. Okay. Entrenamiento. Entren. Entre. Entre. Na. Na. Mien. Miento. To. Entre. Na. Na. Miento. Yes. Okay. Nailed Entrenamiento. it. Entrenamiento. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, listen, Leandro, you survived it. <laughs> you did it. You did great. You did I awesome. I think you were <laughs> one of the best. Besides Damien. Sorry, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Green. I know Damien right now is like, I did, I did better. What are you talking about? Guys. Well, listen, Leandra, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank uh, you for having me. Thank yeah. you for sharing your talents and sharing your projects and sharing your backstory with us. We appreciate it. Thank Everybody, you go check her out, Leandra McNair. <laughs> <laughs>